This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. At Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers, incredible offers, and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krupnik, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. of talk now on talk radio 1210 wpht rich zioli the triumphant return of shane gillis to saturday night live and why it matters because it is a big loss for cancel culture and because i also think his trump impression was better than the other guy's trump impression i will explain welcome back to the show glad you're here 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. There's so much outrage over the killing of Lake and Riley uh, by this illegal immigrant. We'll get into that with you. And uh, on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. If you want to weigh in on everything we are discussing today, we got a lot to chat about. It's a busy day. It's uh, Monday, though. It's not going to be as busy as Wednesday, because on Wednesday, Hunter Biden is going to be going before the uh, House committee. Closed doors. Finally doing a closed door testimony. And on Thursday, both Biden and Trump are scheduled to meet at the border. Tomorrow is Michigan, but it's not going to be a surprise. There's no surprise there. Trump's going to crush it in Michigan. But he's not taking it for granted. And his victory speech last night in South Carolina, Donald Trump said, you can celebrate for a little bit, but then we got to get back to work. Here's the former president and I think future president speaking from South Carolina after crushing Nikki Haley, who spent a hundred million dollars. What a disaster. Unbelievable. Cut two. So this is a, a fantastic evening. It's an early evening and a fantastic. So you can all go down and you can celebrate for about 15 minutes and we have to get back to work because the big date, the big date, you know. Michigan's coming up. We're doing great. The auto workers are going to be with us 100% because they got sold out by this country. But Michigan's up, and uh, we're going to have a tremendous success there. And then we have a thing called Super Tuesday, and uh, I think we're leading 91 to 7. Yeah, it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. It was an early night. I mean, they called it as soon as the race was over because we knew it was going to be. It was, but what? I mean, how embarrassing, though, to lose your home state and to get, and to get shellacked in your home state. Total embarrassing. Here's Trump uh, delivering his victory speech. A little bit more of that. Cut number one. Thank you very much. Wow. 
That is really something. This was a little sooner than we anticipated. It was an even bigger win than we anticipated. And I was just informed that we got double the number of votes that has ever been received in the great state of South Carolina. So that's pretty good. So it's a record times two. And there's something going on in the country. Some really great things are going on. You look outside and you see all of the horror. You see millions and millions of people coming across the border illegally. We don't know where they come from. They come from jails. They come from prisons. They come from all sorts of places that we don't want to know. They come from mental institutions and insane asylums. And we don't want that in our country. We're not going to stand for it. We're not going to stand for it. You have terrorists coming in. You have people coming in that we just can't, uh, we can't do this. No country could, could sustain what's happening to the United States of America. No country. So we're going to straighten things out. The border is the worst it's ever been. You know, in 2016, we won and we had a bad border. And I talked about the border a lot, talked about it a lot. And uh, I said, we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. We fixed it very quickly. And in 2020, we couldn't talk about it, although we did get millions of more votes a second time. But now there's a spirit that I have never seen. We ran two great races, but there's never been ever. There's never been a spirit like this. And I just want to say that I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. Never been like this. It's certainly the feeling I had at CPAC. But here's really the question, and I want to bring in uh, Henry for this one, um, uh, Associate Producer Henry Machette. But first, Matt DeSantis points out something which is important to note from a statistical point of view. Even if Nikki does well in Michigan's primary, she'll probably only get seven delegates of 13. The bulk of Michigan's delegates, 39, will actually be awarded next weekend at a state convention where Trump is expected to do well with party insiders. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just over for her. It's embarrassing at this point. But the question is, and Saturday night, Shane Gillis returned to Saturday Night Live. He was hired to be on the show years ago. And then they canceled him after some podcast that he did came out and jokes that he made. Um, I think he made a Chinese joke. He made a couple of uh, jokes that offended, you know, the the LGBT rainbow mafia. And so he was canceled. Saturday Night Live did not um, hire him. They, they, they fired him before he was even hired on the show. But as one of his fellow comedians said, it was the king returning to the kingdom, this time now to be king. And after he was exiled, he's now on the throne. He got to host the show, which is way better than just being a cast member because you're the host. You're the star. You're the star of the show. And it was a big deal. He did a couple of um, skits that were pretty funny, but I want to play a little bit of his of his, uh, of his his opening monologue because he, he went there. I mean, he decided to make some jokes that were a little bit offensive, which makes me happy because I think comedy should be edgy. And I'm glad, and I don't know if it got through the SNL censors. I don't know if they just weren't able to pull the plug in time or what. But here's a little bit from Shane Gillis's opening monologue as the host of the show. And again, this is a big win for comedy and a big loss for cancel culture, in my opinion. Take a listen. My mom asked me, she's like, when did we stop being best friends? And she's right. We used to be best friends. You remember that when you were a little boy and you, like, you loved your mom and you thought she was the cool? You remember when you were gay? <laughs> You remember when you were just a gay little boy? 
Every little boy is just their mom's gay best friend. There's literally zero difference. I was gay for my mom. She would pick me up from school. I'd hop in the van. I'd be like, girl, tell me about your day. I thought she was cool. I would listen to her music. I'd be like, bam, 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 bam. Let's go, girls. I would dance for her. She'd be like, look at my little dancer. So good for him for actually being funny. But here's the question I have, which is, who did the better Trump impression? So he did the, they did a skit called White Men Can Trump. It was kind of a joke on the movie White Men Can't Jump. And it was about Trump's shoes, the, the new sneaker line that came out. And the guy who normally does the Trump impression on the show, he's like their, their regular in-house guy. Um, his name is, um, uh, what's, what's the name of it? Uh, Shane... Uh, I'm sorry, James Austin. James Austin Johnson. That's the guy who normally does it. He normally does Trump. So here's a little bit of Shane Gillis and James Austin Johnson kind of facing off as Trump. The question is, who does the better Trump impression? Take a listen. And people are noticing. Nice shoes. But you know, in many ways, the real magic has been inside of you all along. wrong it comes from the shoes and you're coming off as very stupid and frankly quite rude walking in here like this my work here is done in terms of basketball movie pastiche and with regard to shoes i think we've done a wonderful white men can trump all right who did the better impression henry uh honestly when i saw that clip for the first time i thought uh what's, what's his name james austin Who's a what's it did a better yeah. one? The in, the in house guy, James yeah. Austin Johnson. Yeah, James Austin Johnson. You still think so? Yeah, I, I do. I'd even yeah after that clip, I think it even more. Uh, Matt DeSantis, do you agree? No, I still think Shane Gillis does does the best Trump. I think he's the funniest. I think he does I think, the best Trump. I think Gillis is funnier as Trump. Uh, I but think, in terms like, of just pure, pure, impure, doing the voice with the inflection and everything, I'll give it to JAJ. I still think it's Gillis. He's got the hand gestures down. It's perfect. All right, let's hear it one more time. The first voice is the guy that normally does it uh, on the show, James Austin Johnson. The second voice you hear is Shane Gillis. And then the third voice is back to the guy who does the normal impression on the show every week. All right, go ahead. are noticing nice shoes but you know in many ways the real magic has been inside of you all along (laughs) wrong it comes from the shoes and you're coming off as very stupid and frankly quite rude walking in here like this my work here is done in terms of basketball movie pastiche and with regard to shoes, I think we've done a wonderful white men can Trump. Yeah, he might be a little bit better. I don't know. It's it's it's, yeah. it's close though. Like after after Shane says wrong, like after that, I think it just kind of falls off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done. I mean, in like, that it, it, the back to back is a little tough, you know. And you got one impersonator against another impersonator. That's never an easy situation to be. No. And that's not to say he does like a bad Trump or anything. It's just, yeah, he, I don't know. I hear more Shane in there than I do Trump. Matt DeSantis, you want to change your vote? No, I still think it's Gillis. I, the other guy said pastiche. I've never heard Donald, Donald Trump say pastiche even once. 
Well, that may be more to do with the writers than less of who does the better Trump impression. You know what I mean? I think you have to have the lingo down in order to have a spot on Trump impersonation. I think you're just trying to be difficult. I'm not trying to be contrarian. Difficult. He said pastiche. That's something you would say. Honestly. I wouldn't say pastiche. I don't even know what pastiche means. So, I mean, you definitely would say. Yeah, you, that's you, why. Neither yeah, do you're I. hanging on that word because only you know what it means. Uh, I only know what it means because I had to Google it two seconds ago, and evidently mm-hmm. it's uh, artistic work. See that? See? It's exactly what I mean. <laughs> I Googled it. I didn't know what it meant. All right. Well, you can weigh in. This is the big story of the day. Who's Who does a better Trump impression? It's brought to you by our buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. Go see him today for your perfect smile. V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. Who does the better Trump impression? You can weigh in. On Twitter, but overall, did you? I just I really didn't watch most of the show because I had other things to do. But um, did you guys like it? The Liberty Mutual bit was one of the funniest things I've seen on SNL, perhaps ever. Well, now, granted, did, I don't watch it very frequently, but well, it didn't go out on SNL, which is insane. It went viral on Tik. I saw it on TikTok uh, yesterday, but that, that absolutely should have been in the show. I mean, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I only saw clips of it on Twitter. Like I saw the opening monologue and the <laughs> Limu Emu thing, and uh, <laughs> obviously, white man can't trump. But uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Rich, from what did I you saw. see the Liberty Mutual? Nothing bit? crazy though. No, and you're saying it wasn't even on the show? Yeah, because uh, it involved some some violence and drugs and drugs. So they did a they they did a skit that wasn't on Saturday Night Live, and they just put it on the they internet. They cut it. They cut, I, oh, they for, cut whether it. it's for time or for content. I don't know. I don't know how you cut. That. I, I mean, it's hilarious. If it's content, I get it. But it didn't. I don't know. It seemed like PG thirteen to me. It definitely appeared to be something you could air on NBC at eleven thirty. Well, unfortunately, comedians are still getting canceled. Thanks to my buddy John Cancel on Twitter for sending this to me. Uh, there's a comedy club in Seattle canceling four comedians. Uh, a guy named Jim Florentine tweeting out, I guess I need to clean up my act. My comedy shows in Seattle are canceled, along with Luis J. Gomez, comic Dave Smith, and Kurt Metzger. I know that comic Dave Smith, uh, one of Jimmy Fallon's buddies, but this is what the um, – I guess this is what the the club put out. After careful consideration and discussions with our team, investors, local comedians, and neighborhood advocacy groups, we've encountered a challenging situation that requires us to revisit the planned shows. Capitol Hill is known for its progressive values, and we've received significant feedback expressing concerns about the alignment of these upcoming shows with the neighborhood's ethos. This feedback includes concerns from local advocacy groups that they are deeply embedded in our community and work towards upholding its values. Given the feedback, and to avoid any potential negative impact on both our club and the artists involved, as well as to maintain responsible course of action to not move forward with the shows for Dave Smith on April 11th, Louise J. Gomez on May 31st, Jim Florentine, and Kurt Metzger. This decision was not made lightly, and we want to ensure it does not reflect on your talent and the quality of your work, but is instead a reflection of our commitment to our community's values. You'll also refund any tickets. We truly value the art of comedy and the diverse perspectives it brings to our lives. It's our hope that we can find a way to work together in the future under different circumstances. In the meantime, we are committed to making this transition as soon as smooth as possible. And we are here to discuss any concerns you have. So basically, again, we're still canceling comedians and we're canceling comedians because, God forbid, people ever get offended by anything. So... 
That's a shame. That's a damn shame. Well, nevertheless, I hope um, I hope stuff like this doesn't keep happening. I really, it's just, it's so frustrating. But thanks to John Cancel for say, sending this my way. That's our social media check-in with Cherry Hill Vavo. Cherry Hill Vavo, where relationships matter. Sid said, Sean Farage is the best Trump impression. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but he wasn't on the show, Sid, and we're not asking about Sean's impression versus <laughs> Shane or the other guy. We're talking about the two guys who were on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I, I hope Sean Farage is able to host Saturday Night Live one day. He's a very talented guy. If he does, then we'll we'll do the comparison with him if he if he's involved in a skit. But in the meantime, it was a competition between those two. Matt, you got one. My friend just texted me and said that, that she's with you, Gillis, all the way. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Is there another clip of Gillis doing Trump in that skit that we can use uh yeah give me a second <laughs> yeah, that, though because there were a few curse words in there yeah. that i know we can't air oh and saturday Night live they i thought they're allowed to do curse, curse words on that show they can use more uh language than we can oh yeah. because it's at the um safe, safe harbor har- whatever yeah so they, after they can, 10 p.m they can get away with um that were words that we can't. I mean, Shane got away with some words that normal people can't either. And the opening monologue. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he said I, the R word. Yeah. Well, not even that. There was another thing that he referenced. I know we played the clip. He was joking about how when he was a little boy, he was his mom's best friend. Well, he reveals to the audience when <laughs> that stopped uh, being the case. And we definitely can't play that. Oh, really? No, we can't. Right. You can't play that. Why not? No, we cannot. Well, it's because, uh, well, I can explain. It's because the action. Be very careful it, well he in, it involves a, 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 a being king of your castle yeah master of your domain yeah <laughs> he didn't say that he didn't use that that he, that he used the direct the, right he was <laughs> direct the, he used verbiage. the w word for it but remember seinfeld did an entire skit on that without ever mentioning any of the words around because it was king of your castle master of your domain you know the contest episode it's one of the best seinfeld episodes ever all right, so so is there a Shane Gillis part that you could play that doesn't have any bad words in it? I'm going to need a minute to cycle through. All right, this. You, you do that. Do your do your minute, and in the meantime, we'll try to find something. Because again, I'm curious what people think. Who did the better? The guy who does it, the in-house guy, is 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 very funny. And yes, Sean Farage is very funny as well. However, he wasn't on Saturday Night Live, Sid, so he doesn't count in this in this contest. I'm only curious because. I think Shane Gillis does a pretty good job, and I was happy to see, very happy to see that he was back. It makes me happy, at least, when comedians are uncanceled. Listen, NJ Diet's going to help you lose some weight. You want to look good? Spring is here. I mean, we are basically at spring. I'm excited. Less than a month ago, March 10th, we spring forward, get that extra hour of daylight, and we're losing the sweaters, the big coats. We're feeling good. We're looking good. Now is your chance to lose 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. With NJDiet.com. You can do this. Lose the weight for good. NJDiet.com or 855-5NJ-DIET. Here's the thing. A lot of these other ways to lose weight out there, they're, they're, they're shots, they're hormones, they're drugs, they have side effects. Not, NJ Diet is all natural and it works even faster than shots. And unlike those those other products, there are no side effects because it's based with your biochemistry and it's designed for you. 
and it works, and it's guaranteed to work, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. 20 to 40 plus, plus pounds in only 40 days with NJDiet.com. There's locations close by in King of Prussia, Cherry Hill, and Newark, Delaware, or live online video consultations anytime at NJDiet.com. NJDiet.com and lose the weight for good. All right, you have a little more, Gillis? All right, go ahead. I'm open. And Gordon Dwyer's about to find out that winning... Is a state of mind. I didn't miss. It went in. All right. From Newsmax Studios and the writer of Like Mike comes another magical sneaker movie for white people. So you're saying these Trump shoes made you good at basketball? No, they give me the power to say I'm good at basketball and then double down on that until people actually start to believe it. Now he gets whatever he wants. Mr. Mitchell, everybody's saying I should have your office because my cubicle is a disaster right now. Well, can I have a minute to gather my things? Bye-bye. He gets whoever he wants. Wow, that was the most fantastic lovemaking you've ever had. Not really, it only lasted two hours. That was a two-hour love. Pretty good. I mean, I still think the other guy might be better, though. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you there. Still, those are those are better impersonations there than yeah the head to head. But yeah, I'm with you. J A J for the win. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's funnier. It just means he might just do a better impression. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all that means. That's all that means. All right. Uh, Apparently, I'm told I we cannot do the Limu Emu and Doug on the radio. Wait, we can't do the for sure. I don't know. Can we? I don't. So I during the break, I was gonna try to cycle through it and bleep anything that we can't air. I, I think we might be able to get away with it, actually. All right. Well, tr- well, let's do that during the break, and maybe we'll come back to it. There's a lot of breaking news out there. Apparently, there was an assassination attempt against Tucker Carlson while he was in Russia. Apparently, also now uh, we're learning more and more about, of course, Fawny Willis's text messages with our Gumada. And um, the question, of course, is. What is going to happen on Wednesday when Hunter Biden testifies behind closed doors? Will we actually learn anything new? And we are going to be posting, whenever Matt DeSantis decides to, some of our podcasts from some of our interviews at CPAC. Are you ever going to do that out of curiosity? <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, to be clear, all of that content is up now. You can download the full show uh, from Thursday or from Friday, and every interview that you missed or wanted to hear a second time, it's all there. Um, we will be podcasting the Tulsi Gabbard interview separate um, by the end of today, and we'll also have a little clip from um, Kat Kamak at some point today. Why well, we should we should we should probably podcast Kat Kamak and Scott Perry separate? Don't you think? I mean, we can if you want. I think we should. Yeah, I want to spread you it tell, out, though. You tell me what you want, Rich. I'll go and cut it. All right. Thank you, Henry. We'll, we'll end this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the names. I'll go get them. We had so much up on. Uh, I think we should do Trump's media. national press secretary because if we tweet out that interview, she'll probably retweet it, and she got a lot of followers because she's a young, beautiful spokesperson for Trump. You know what I mean? I think, do, I think we should do her. Who? Caroline Levitt. Yeah. Yeah, she was very good. I should do Caroline Levitt. I don't think you have to worry about the schlaps. Who cares? Um, <laughs> the schlaps were were lovely. No, they were lovely, but I mean, who cares? And I don't think you have to. I mean, Hans von Zbigarski was great, but I don't think you have to do him standalone. Uh, Tiny Gould. Tiny Gould was great, though. Maybe we do Tiny. good, yeah. You know? 
See, I have pictures, and what you can do is if you podcast them, I can put it out with the picture, and we could also do it on Instagram, get a little Instagram love. See, Henry, he does not think in terms of how he can reach new audiences. He does think in terms of how to reach new audiences. He didn't want to inundate our audience with an endless stream of social media posts on Thursday and Friday. It's better if we spread this content out. Share well, I it think with the audience would like days. the standalone interviews, don't you think, Henry? Yeah, I think so, too. They'll I, get them. I'm, I'm, a, I'm hearing what you're saying with the content, though, on like Twitter and Instagram. We'll, we'll get around to that. It is a gold mine. We'll d- delve it out you know, little by here, little there. So little, little there, little here, but I think people <laughs> I, they, people have short attention spans. So, so some some short, you know, short interviews, even a couple clips, mm-hmm. I think would be good. Yeah, you know, for even just for for social media to direct people to the full interview, and then you know those podcast downloads, boom. Because I will tell you what, Kat Kamek was great, but so was Carolyn Levitt. I gotta tell you. I thought Congresswoman Kamek was maybe the most entertaining interview of the entire trip. Is that maybe. controversial? I thought she was very yeah, funny. Yeah, you getting canceled for that. No, nah, she you was sicko. How could you say that? <laughs> all right, so we, we've all, we're all in agreement. We're gonna we're gonna do a standalone on Tulsi. I'm gonna do Tulsi. I'm gonna do Caroline. I'm gonna do Kat Kamek. And I'm gonna do Tanya Gold. So basically, all the all the ladies. Basically, we're just doing out the the ladies. You want me to basically. edit match slap out of the three person? Yeah, and just do the Mercedes yeah, slap just, part of it. <laughs> just you and Mercedes. Yeah, that'll that'll work. That'll be good. <laughs> I think it's good because I, I think people want to hear just just the interviews. Or is that too much work for you, Matt DeSantis? I don't want. I don't want to make. I don't want to give you too much work. My work is already done. The descriptions are written. Uh, Henry just basically has to isolate the sound, and then we can start posting. Boom. There we go. Love it. We're making progress. All right. There's a lot of questions regarding Fawny Willis and her gumata. We'll talk about that. So much to come. 855-839-1210. Don't go away. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. I'm going to try this place in um, Haynesport called Lilo's Tomato Pies. I've never been there, but I had some friends talking about it yesterday, about the cheesesteak, how good it is. And 
I guess Portoy was there. He had a barstool pizza review. I don't know what he gave it, but he looked based on the. On, I could tell he was very happy with it. it looks very thin and crispy. So, did he gotta do make it? my way out there to Haynesport. Did he do a, a tomato Lilo's. pie review? Yeah, well, it's called Lilo's tomato pies. I mean, it's not like a classic tomato pie in the sense of what you get at the. You know, tomato pie is a style, Henry. You met. I know. I know what you're talking about. I love a good tomato pie. Yeah, but he also reviewed the cheesesteak, which apparently I'm told by my friends is um, they think the best around. So All right. Oh, yeah. I have to make it out there and um, check it out. Yeah, me too. Very cool. Anytime uh, Portnoy gets out to a place in our area, I always want to make sure that we can try to try it because obviously my new home pizza oven is not up and running yet. I'm in the curing process, as they call it, which is the curing process is essential before you light that baby up. You got to dry it out so you don't get any cracks in the oven. It's a whole to-do, but the curing process is underway. So in the meantime... I'm ordering out, as you can imagine. Um, all right, so there's a, there's a lot going on. You know, whether or not Nikki Haley is going to go the no-labels route, I don't know. She's hell-bent on destroying Donald Trump, that's for sure. And she has no pathway here, and Trump's going to smoke her in Michigan. The no-labels people all want her. They want her because, look, these people are pathetic, and they have – I mean, they're just uh, – they, they, they're again, it's the military-industrial complex, and the military-industrial complex is trying to stop Trump because as those two clips I played you from Victoria Newland and from CNN both admit, all that money is going directly, directly into the hands of the military-industrial complex. I also played you the clip of David Axelrod. Biden needs to worry about black voters. And yes, he does. He really, really does. Speaking of Byron Donalds, Byron Donalds did a great job over the weekend of wrecking the narrative that um, Joe Biden's been exonerated by the, by the classified uh, document scandal. Byron Donalds on the shortlist. He ranked on the shortlist from CPAC. It was Christy Nome and Vivek Ramaswamy at the top, and then it was Tim Scott. I'm sorry, Tulsi Gabbard, Tim Scott, Byron Donalds, and um, the congressman from New York, Elise Stefanik. The point that David Axelrod made, and I played you that clip, is that Biden needs to worry about black voters, especially if Trump picks Tim Scott as VP. I think Biden needs to worry about black voters going to Trump, whether or not he picks Tim Scott, whether he just simply uh, exists because black voters are fed up with with uh, Biden's policies. But certainly a Tim Scott or Byron Donalds won't hurt. If it's me, I'd, I'd rather see Byron Donalds. I agree with more of his policies than Tim Scott's when it comes to more of the, the globalist stuff. Let's just put it that way. I think Byron Donalds would be awesome. But in this clip with Kristen Welker from Meet the Press over the weekend, he has to battle with her. Now, that's really the part of this. He does a great job wrecking the narrative. But the fact that he's got a battle with the host of Meet the Press shows you everything that I tell you all the time. We constantly talk about this to corporate media and pushing their narratives. Joe Biden was not exonerated by the special counsel. The special counsel concluded they couldn't get a conviction. They exercised prosecutorial discretion because they believe that the jury is going to see Biden as a kind, old, feeble man who hides his own Easter eggs. That's not an exoneration. That's saying the man's basically not competent to stand trial. They're basically what the special counsel said is, yes, Joe Biden had classified documents. And I and I've told you, I think all this is a distraction. I think the whole thing about Biden's memory is a distraction from the fact that he had the classified documents around the very same time that Hunter Biden was in Ukraine, getting the Ukraine business and making himself sound really smart 
as he talked about all of Ukraine's foreign policy challenges and Ukraine's energy policies. And these are things that Joe Biden's crackhead idiot son could not come up with on his own. So I think he had access to all those classified documents. And I think the special counsel knows it, too. And Biden should never have had those documents after he left office because he was not president. He had no ability to declassify them. He classified documents as a senator. He classified documents from when he was vice president. And unlike Donald Trump, he was never in a position where he was able to declassify them. But beyond that, Byron Donalds is a pit bull. And the guy would be a great fighter if Trump picks him. No doubt about it. But notice how he has to battle with Kristen Welker on Meet the Press over this. Take a listen. Again, there's no evidence that the indictments against him are politicized. But sticking to this question, were you offended at all by his comments, Congressman? No, I wasn't, because I understood what the president was talking about. And like I've said now for the third time, he talked about all the reasons why minority voters want to support him. And, Kristen, let me push back a little bit. You have to acknowledge the fact that now that the Robert Hur report has come out about Joe Biden's misuse of classified information, which is a violation of the Espionage Act, he had no rights to any of those documents when he was a senator Con- or vice president. Yet there are no charges against against vice yeah, against President but, but, Biden. But President Trump is under prosecution. I have to pause button for one minute, Congressman, because the her report was very clear sure. that there was not enough evidence to bring charges against President Biden and that ultimately there Kristen, was not. Enough. That is what the her report said. Not, Congressman, that no, is exactly no, 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 what no. the her report said. The, yes, it the, is. It the said the that there wasn't Act is enough, clear. The there wasn't enough evidence to bring charges. You cannot charges. possess those, those documents as a senator or a vice president. You have no right to those documents as a senator or a vice president. President, uh, they must remain in a secure facility. Joe Biden took them from a skiff. That's a violation of the Espionage right. Act, and period. If, okay. All right. Bottom line, though, her himself said there wasn't enough evidence to bring charges. Let's. You see the battle you got to deal with. I mean, it's meet the press, which was uh, at one point considered to be the standard, the gold standard in political talk on Sundays. Of course, all these shows are biased and in the tank for Democrats. I mean, literally the ABC equivalent of that. ABC This Week is hosted by the unbiased journalist George Stephanopoulos, who forces anything but unbiased. I call him that as a joke because he used to work for the Clintons. But this is this is the narrative. This is what they push out. Nobody vindicated Joe Biden. Joe Biden did not get off on that because Joe Biden was, was didn't do anything wrong. If you actually take the time to read the special counsel's report, if you take the time to look at it, you find out Joe Biden committed all kinds of crimes. They just don't think they can get a conviction. They're exercising what is known as prosecutorial discretion. Now, they're arguing that it's prosecutorial discretion because Biden's a, 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 an old codger and they couldn't technically they could not technically prosecute him now when he's in the White House because he's president. So they have to wait till he leaves office. But the real reason they're not going after Joe Biden is because they want everybody talking about his age and his memory and not what the special counsel really uncovered. The direct link between Hunter Biden's time in Ukraine and Joe Biden having access to those classified documents. That's the bottom line here. Remember something. They cannot charge a sitting president. The Department of Justice is very clear on that. They put a memo out when Bill Clinton was president. You can't charge a sitting president. So they have to wait till Biden leaves. So ask yourself this question. Are we getting played here by the special counsel? You're damn right we are. 
Because what the special counsel should have said was Joe Biden, when he leaves office, should be prosecuted. But instead, he came out and said Joe Biden can't be prosecuted because a jury would just find him to be a kind old man with bad memory problems. And that's what everybody's discussing. It's the ultimate sleight of hand. It's the ultimate trick. Pay no attention to the fact that he had all these classified documents. At the very same time his son was making money in Ukraine, at the very same time that he had the Ukraine portfolio and was about to go over there and meet the president of Ukraine. Talk about his memory. Either way, you cannot prosecute Joe Biden now. So he had the perfect excuse. All he had to do was come out and say that by the time Joe Biden leaves office, he's going to be 86 years old, potentially, or whatever, and a jury would never get a conviction. Therefore, we're exercising prosecutorial discretion and not prosecute him. That's it. That's what it is. And meanwhile, in Georgia, Fawnie Willis and her gumata, Nathan Wade, the cell phone data is out. And what the cell phone data shows is that they had a lot of sleepovers together. May not be sleepovers. They spent a lot of nighttime together. But then she apparently booted him out in the morning. He, or maybe he had to leave to go get his kids or something. But he didn't spend the whole night night, but he spent a lot of the night. He would get there around 10, 30, 11 o'clock and then leave at about 4.30 in the morning. So... It was the old walk walk of shame. You know, you do the walk of shame, but you do it before the sun rises. This way nobody can see you do the walk of shame. And that's basically what was happening here. The cell phone data shows that the the phone was at the love shack, the condominium love shack, for that entire period of time. Now, what do you do with somebody if you're there with them overnight? Are you working till 4.30 in the morning? Really? Or are you doing other things and then leaving before anybody has to see you do the walk of shame out of the love shack? Because let's think about it. If you stay past 430, you run the risk of somebody who's driving to work pretty early in the morning. I mean, I used to do it. I used to be in mornings, as you know. And I would leave the house when I went to the studio, usually around 430. And there were cars on the road, but for the most part, my neighborhood was quiet. There weren't many other people driving on the roads. You get onto 95 and it was crowded. But if you want to leave a condominium love shack where you're there with the prosecutor who's ultimately hiring you to, to prosecute Donald Trump, you can't risk somebody out walking their dog at 530 in the morning. You can't risk somebody who also gets up and leaves and commutes early to, the, to their job. So 430 is kind of the magic, magic hour right there. And that's what the cell phone data shows. So they would have their little nighttime cuddle sessions. And the cell phone analysis clearly shows that it was not the whole night, but it was really, really, really close to it. Now, the development on this story is that her office rejects Trump's claims that the cell phone data undercuts her testimony. Lawyers representing the soon-to-be ex-Fulton County District Attorney are forcefully pushing back on allegations from former President Donald Trump and his co-defendants that cell phone data suggests the relationship between Fulton County District Attorney Phony Willis and her top prosecutor started prior to the time they both testified to last week. The DA's office, responding to an earlier motion filed by Trump's lead attorney in the Georgia case, said the cell phone records do not prove anything relevant and should not be considered as evidence in proceedings to decide whether Willis should be disqualified. That hearing is going to be March 1st, which is coming up very, very soon. 
Like I told you, it's going to be a crazy week. It's going to be a crazy week. They said the records do nothing more than demonstrate that special prosecutor Wade's telephone was located somewhere within a densely populated multiple mile radius where various restaurants, residences, bars, nightclubs and other businesses are located. The records do not prove in any way that um, they were up at Love Shack together. Well, what else are you doing at 430 in the morning is my question, because what else is open that late at night? I mean, if all these other places and restaurants and bars and all these other things, what what else is what else is open? Friday's filing included an affidavit from a criminal defense investigator who said he relied on cell phone information from Wade and cell phone tower data. He generated a report that isolated all interactions, including calls and text messages between Wade and Willis. The report revealed over 2,000 voice calls and just under 12,000 interactions exchanged over the 11-month period in 2021. A conservative analysis shows a minimum of 35 occasions when Wade's phone was in close proximity for an extended period of time to the Love Shack, which is the condo where Willis stayed. Now, remember, she had her house, but she said she moved out of her house because she was worried about her life. Even though she wasn't that worried about her father who was there or her kids who were there. She was only worried about her life. So she went to the condo by herself. Now, if anybody believes that, you're an idiot. The condo was clearly their love shack. And what the cell phone, and that's why the kids weren't there. And that's why the dad wasn't there. And the only person from the office who ever visited the condo was Nathan Wade. So Wade's phone traveled several times to the area where the condo is located late into the evening and then into the early morning. The investigator working with defense attorneys served a request for Wade's cell phone records from AT&T, including call. Maybe that's why the AT&T outage happened last week. Maybe they were trying to scrub all this data. I'm just throwing it out there. You never know. I know it's probably solar flares, right? The condo where Willis has stayed came up several times during last week's hearing when Wade was explicitly asked if he ever stayed the night. He said never. Now, never is a open-ended sort of an answer. Define staying the night. How do you define that? If you're there at night, but you don't sleep, or you maybe you take a nap, but you, 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 you leave before the sun comes up, does that define staying the night? No, I'm serious. That's the question. Because that is really at the heart of this question. If you get, in my opinion, if you get there at 1030 and you leave at 430, you've spent the night. But if you're if you're being a, uh, a you know, a D-bag lawyer and you're trying to parse words and, and, and do machinations in court, you're going to argue that you did not spend the night because you still left during the night. Because it's prior to dawn, which has a specific time period. Sunrise. Or pre, pre-dawn sunrise, whatever that time is, you could define as daytime. Like, let's say hypothetically the sun rises at 6 a.m. Nathan Wade leaves the condo at 4.30, leaves the love shack at 4.30. He, his argument is, I didn't spend the night. I left before the sun came up. I left before it became day. Again, that's what a D-bag lawyer would do when he's parsing words and using machinations. But if the cell phone records show at least 35 occasions between April and November 2021, which highlights a specific example from September 2021, which was prior to Wade's appointment as special prosecutor, 
And all of this is there. And he was spending a whole lot of time around the condo together. And if the time at the condo was longer than any reasonable person could conclude that they would have a business purpose for being together during those prime time hours, because let's face it, those are the prime money hours. Am I right? I mean, come on. If you're knocking boots in the middle of the day, that's one thing. But if you're knocking boots at night, those are your prime boot knocking hours. And obviously, you go, I got to leave before anyone sees me leave the love shack. I get there late, I leave early. Get there 10, 30, 11 o'clock, all the neighbors are inside, sneak in. 4.30, leave before anybody's awake, anybody's walking the dog, anything like that. And then, psh, you're out. But let's show people that, as the far-right-wing Washington Post put it, and this, I love this, Cell data may show Georgia prosecutors meeting late at night. Oh, yeah, no, no, that's totally normal. Yeah, no, that's definitely normal. To come to a late meeting at the condo, 11 o'clock at night, and then meet and have a business meeting until 4, 4.30 in the morning. Totally normal. Everybody does that. Duh. All right, 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you want to weigh in on all the things we are discussing today. How about a beautiful green lawn? Lush, thick green lawn. You can have it for your lawn. The Safer Way, my lawn care company, Natural Lawn of America. I love Natural Lawn of America because it's all natural. And every year they will seed your lawn for free. That overseeding of your lawn is part of the reason why it works so beautifully to make sure you have that thick grass that everybody loves, that lush, thick green lawn. And Natural Lawn of America is safer for your pets and safer for your kids because they don't use those harsh chemicals. But here's the best part. It's specific to your lawn. See, their technicians figure out what your lawn actually needs, and then they service it appropriately. Since 1987, Natural Lawn of America has been creating green lawns quickly, more naturally, and with fewer weeds since 1987. Their technicians work to determine the specific needs of your lawn, and that reduces the need for chemicals and creates a safer lawn for your family and pets. Take advantage of Natural Lawn's limited time offer, free seeding every year. Just call 800-FREE-SEED. 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, Fewer weeds, guaranteed. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Not all night long. It's not all night because you leave before night ends. So it's not all night because you leave right between night ending and day beginning. So it's not all night long. You understand, Henry? Uh, tomato, tomato. It's to say all night long, you'd have to be there until night transitions into day, which would be dusk, which would, I mean, dawn, which would be like 5.30, 6 a.m. Otherwise, you shook me most of the night long, I think would be the appropriate. You shook me most of the night long. Right, right. Yeah, I'll let Brian Johnson know. He can re-record. Yeah, it's not the same as all night long because you're leaving, you're still leaving in the night. So... Do you want to tell us about Zelensky doing coke or no? <laughs> well, I just I saw on Twitter like there's this clip going around of him on MSNBC, uh, you know, getting asked a question, and a lot of people are speculating that he might have been high uh, during the interview just because he's touching his face a lot, his eyes are darting all around as he's getting asked this question. It's it's an interesting uh, hypothesis. I'll say that much. 
Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I have to take a look at it. Please send me the video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fisher Pine on Twitter says, "Rich, a booty call is when one is there for maybe two hours. A spend the night is to stay four to five hours, so it doesn't look like a booty call, and make the booty feel good about themselves. But we all know it's a booty call." Thank you for the clarification. Uh, the Greater Chris wanted to know if I if I ever spent the night at my own home when I worked mornings. Guess not, since you were up before sunrise. Lawyers, man, unbelievable. That's true. Uh, Sid says SNL isn't funny. Why would I watch it? It still wasn't funny. Well, the reason is I watched it because they had Shane Gillis back on after canceling him. So I think it was a win for the end of cancel culture. And that's why, Sid. So lighten the hell up. Uh, Road Warrior says prosecutorial discretion is a phrase too many people don't understand. In this case, it's like when a senior gets pulled over for speeding, but the cop doesn't write him because he'll take it to court and end up losing his license. Yeah, I mean, look, Road Warrior, like I said, and sometimes I have to, you know, I think you're too busy tweeting at me to listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that the prosecutor is using prosecutorial discretion as his defense for not charging Joe Biden. I'm not saying it's actually prosecutorial discretion. I'm sorry, I just feel like yelling at somebody today on social media. And I've already yelled at the greater Chris (laughs) many times. And quite frankly, he deserves a five minute break. Sid's been attacked twice today. Sid deserves it. Quite frankly, I don't know. He's got that cat virus again or something. Toxoplasmosis. He started it. I didn't start it. Yeah. He's, what is it called again? Toxoplasmosis. Yeah. Sid, you and your freaking toxoplasmosis, you need to, you know, chill out. All right. We got a lot to talk about. Um, the question, of course, is uh, what will happen with Hunter Biden when he testifies behind closed doors? The other question is, was there really an assassination attempt against Tucker Carlson, or is that just Russian propaganda? We'll find out. we got a lot to chat about. 30 minutes of nonstop talk straight ahead. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 